We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Brown tries another three. Ball tipped out. Brown able to get it. Brown to Schroeder. His three-pointer. Won't go. Fight for the rebound. Rose tips it. Ball still alive. Shot misses again. Randall the rebound with 3.8. That'll do it. The Knicks survive in double overtime. Ugh. Ugh. This fucking team. <clears throat> oh my god. If anyone here uh gets the newsletter, uh the Knicks Film School newsletter, tomorrow is just gonna be pictures of things that come up when you Google Evan Fournier's name. It's gonna be the whole newsletter. It's going to be, I'm going to even take a picture, a screenshot of myself Googling Fournier. And I'm just going to, I'm going to take a screenshot of that. I'm going to put that in the newsletter. And then I'm just going to put all of the pictures that come up after I Google it. I'm going to put those in the newsletter. And that's the whole newsletter. Is it a compliment to Evan Fournier? Is it, is it me expressing my frustration over the fact that this went into fucking double overtime. What is happening? What is happening? Oh god, this fucking team. Oh, I need to. I I am going to talk coherently about this win, which I mean, my god, I have watched Nick games for. I've watched Nick games since uh, 1993, so I've watched Nick games for almost 30 years. I have never. I've never, I, I've, I've never seen a game like this. I've never seen a game like this. Um, where the super chats are already blazing. Thank you, everybody already. Thank you, everybody who waited for this game to end. Thank you, everybody who roots for this team and does this to yourself by choice. Actually, who am I kidding? It's not by choice. It is in our blood. Um, I'm going to get to all of these super chats in short order. Let me first just say that this is game one. It is game one. We have 81 more of these things. Somehow, somehow, we have 81 more of these things to go. And then the playoffs, God willing. I just, 
what a game. What a game. What an unbelievable fucking game. And uh, look, there are good things that we will talk about. There are bad things that we will talk about. But don't anyone, 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 anywhere tell you that the Knicks aren't back. Because this team has heart and grit and determination, and they could have this Nick team in the past would have laid down on the floor and died. They would have died a quiet, pitiful death after that, what happened at the end of regulation. And they stuck with it, and they somehow won this fucking game. I still can't believe it. I still can't believe it. Let's get on with some of our super chats, and then we'll get into the game. Jean-Baptiste Biron, yes. It is 3.40 a.m. here. But go Vavain and his onions. I love it. Good night, Knicks fam. I miss this. We missed you. I miss this. Dylan DeAndrea, Celtics really could have used an Evan Fournier type player tonight, not an overpay. Janky as fuck. I need more diapers. You know what? I ran out of diapers sometime during the first overtime. I was borrowing my daughter's diapers. They were a little snug, so I I taped two diapers together, and I wore them. Uh, I'm not sure if I did the trick. We'll find out when I get in the shower later. Um, But, yeah. Good comment. Aussie Knicks fan. I am speechless and all-time classic. What a win. Absolutely. December sweating. Thank you for your contribution to the Super Chat. Robert Cross. Man, Robert Cross, early MVP. Early MVP of the Super Chat. That's straight up dollars for the number of wins we will have this year. So I guess I have to say Robert Cross has donated $53. Um, I like that prediction. This team Again, this team has heart. What a goddamn game we hear. Uh, Ryan Huang, Evan Fournier, welcome to the New York goddamn Knicks. And can I just hang on that comment for a second? Welcome to the goddamn Knicks because it wouldn't have been enough for him to just have a great game, right? It wouldn't have been enough for him to just have a great game. He had to have a great game, but he had to have a great game with a caveat, right? With a caveat. Um, They didn't go into overtime purely because he doubled the ball when Tatum had it there uh, at the end. Um, because there were some other plays that we're going to talk about in a little bit that I think were just as as notable. Um, but it didn't hurt, or it didn't help, rather. But, man, I mean, it, it, talk about a guy who was made to play in New York. Um, Evan Fournier, hats off to oh, – here we go. Hats off to you. Um, oh, speak of the devil, we're back on post game tonight, and I left my phone on the couch. Everybody's going to sit and look at my backdrop for three seconds. As my J.R. Smith, see, I'm still in preseason form. That's okay. We'll hang up J.R. later. Anyway, let's get Tibbs up on the post game um, and see what he has to say about this one, which, my goodness, if you're Tom Thibodeau, how do you even begin to process what you just witnessed? I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Um, some more Super Chat comments, and then we'll talk some more about the game. Um, Anthony Six, though, rough at times, but considering his defensive assignments, very impressed with what Barrett did tonight. We're going to talk a lot about R.J. Barrett. They don't win this game without R.J. Barrett. Um, Brown had to oh, – I lost it. Hold on. Uh, Brown had to make a lot of very tough shots. Look, the, the Celtics have two of the ten best wings in the league. I think it's safe to say. I think Jason Tatum is certainly there. I think um, Jalen Brown proved tonight that he is – if he's not there, he's, he's pretty damn close. And R.J. Barrett guarded those guys a lot. I thought the reason, part of the reason why Jason Tatum had 
one of the worst games that you're ever going to see Jason Tatum have was because of R.J. Barrett. The Knicks don't win this game without R.J. Barrett. Um, the deals next door. I'm only here to support really quickly before I have to go to sleep. Good to see you back, man. It's good to be back. It really is good to be back. I just – I was watching this game tonight. I was watching this game, and uh, I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Why do I do this to myself? As they were, as they were breaking down at the end of the fourth quarter – I'm like, this is not healthy. This is not a healthy thing for a 38-year-old man to be doing. Um, and now I'm sitting here talking about it, and I'm feeling all the all the feels, and uh, this is why we do it, right? This is why we do it. Um, Michael Aaron, shout out to Tyler's baby. What's up, Michael, who emerged so Obi could emerge. We're going to talk a lot about Obi Toppin. Um, December sweating. Meant to write earlier, Fournier is a no, 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 yes guy. He was a lot more yeses than no's tonight, but yes. Barry Craver, what's up, Barry? How you doing? I know one guy who isn't sleeping tonight. <laughs> That's John Macri. You got that right. Welcome back. Knicks are back. Um, what the Fournier? What the Fournier? Can we make that a thing? I'd love to make that a thing. Um, Jorum. Jorum. We survived. Now 81 games to go. Love this team. Um, Bakshar Sunkara. I'm so conditioned for defeat. I don't understand what to do here. I know it's a big statement, but this franchise has turned a corner. I mean, seriously, if you're sitting there and you're watching this and uh, you thought they were going to win this game after they went into overtime, take a bow. If you're sitting there watching this and you thought that they were going to win this game after the Celtics kept hitting shots in overtime, take a bow. If you thought they were going to win this game after they went into double fucking overtime, take a fucking bow. Um, I, uh, I am a, um, admitted, um, um, what is, what is it called when you have something? Um, I am admittedly, um, afflicted with Knicks fan PSD. I don't care how many good seasons we have. I'm always going to have it. It's always going to be in there. Um, even towards like when, the, when they were up by 11, at, at the moment that first steal happened in the last minute, I was like, we're going to lose it. Something's going to go wrong. Something is going to go wrong. I had this feeling the last few days, I can't describe it. Um, but they came out with the win, so credit to them. Jason M. R.J. Barrett played defense like Macal Bridges, got a check on his opponent's field goal percentage. He shut down Tatum and slowed down J Jalen Brown. He was on 100%. Forgotten NYC. Not afraid to admit I was on the verge of crying if we ended up losing this game. My heart is beating out of my chest. I, I, my fear was that we were going to have the first um, like silent uh, post-game live stream, and I was just going to sit on here, um, and I was going to, I don't know, make noises, uh, make faces at the screen. Cause I wasn't going to be able to, to muster up words. Um, it was going to be a lot of sentence fragments and things, which you're probably going to hear anyway. Um, what a game. Leon C my heart. What a game. Didn't take long for a new French prince to be crowned. Oof. Wow. Just didn't even think of that. Go next. Um, Harry Derner. He's always, he's always here. Thank you, Harry. I know we need a star to win it all. I know this. But isn't there a small part of you that just wants to let this run its course? I've said this, I think, a few times in the offseason, and if I haven't made it very clear, I'll make it clear right now. I want to see what this team can do. I want to see what this team can do. This team is not perfect. Julius Randle's not perfect. Evan Fournier is not perfect. R.J. Barrett's not perfect. None of these guys are perfect. Kemba Walker, we're going to talk about Kemba Walker. Not perfect. Obi Toppin, close to perfect, but he's not perfect either. Um, you know, we don't see teams grown organically anymore in the NBA where you let things take their time because the second a team gets, especially a team in a major market, especially a team in a major market, the second it gets to the point where they can trade for the star, they trade for the star, right? I would just give me one season of this group to see what the heart of last year's team could do 
with a little more talent. And boy, oh boy, did we see that increased talent um, tonight. And and obviously they wouldn't have won without it. Um, Jeremy Chase, the Fournier coaster is going to give me a coronary. I love it. Every play is feast or famine. RJ lockdown Tatum go next. A lot of RJ love in the chat tonight. Um, not surprisingly, I, I deserve deservedly so. Um, uh, Preg Pregoge still undefeated in the life of JC or Jace. Is it JC or Jace? I should know that. Um, it's um, Julius Randall's um, uh, new baby. I prefer our current Frenchman for the record. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. FedEx me the Scotch Macri. It's my one request from Sean Ahern. I love it. Um, okay, I think we're all I think we're all caught up. Oh no, we, come, we got a couple more. Man, you guys are just amazing. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to the super chat. I saw some Obi comments in the chat. I haven't seen any Obi comments in the super chat. I mean, man, Obi Toppin. Um, how you doing? Andrew Claudio. Who's Andrew Claudio? Let's read Andrew Claudio's comment. Hey John, big fan. Just wanted to apologize for sleeping on Obi the way I once slept on Giannis. What I get for being a casual. You know what, Andrew? There's no shame in being a casual um, because, you know, we're all just fans here. And we all, you know, we watch the game and occasionally we think a little bit deeper about the game. But there's there's just there's nothing wrong with being a casual, um, you know, a, a, as long as you uh, support um you know, all of your um, Knicks content creators um, getting jobs. Um, Flausta, Viva La France. Yes, Viva La France indeed. Hush Zoo, Kemba will have his 30. Um, you guys are amazing tonight. Thank you. Kemba will have his 30 piece in MSG. Hope no one doubts him after this game. Listen, let me just, I'm not even going to read the rest of the comment until I say this. No, I don't want to hear any Kemba Walker takes like, oh, it was a mistake, this and that. Kemba's done. No. Kemba had a little bit of a rough game. He had a couple of brain farts. Um, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I watched every Charlotte Hornet game. Obviously, that's not the case. That's not Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker's a winner. Kemba Walker, if you give him a chance to win, he's going to win. Um, Kemba Walker's the guy that uh, the Toronto Raptors needed to go boxing one on uh, in the playoffs two years ago because he was devastating them, single-handedly devastating them. Kemba Walker's going to be okay. Kemba Walker may need to learn how to play a little bit of a different style, there were a couple of drives there he had tonight where he just didn't have any chance of converting because he was going into the trees and it wasn't there. Listen, that's fine. Better players than him. Speaking of better players, than him, Derek Rose, talk about guys who have had to adjust their games because of physical changes. But when you're a great player, not a good player, when you're a great player and Kemba Walker's a great player, you figure out a way to adjust your game. And Kemba Walker is going to figure that out. It might not happen today. It might not happen tomorrow. It may be a, a, something that happens over um, the course of the season. But Kemba's going to be fine, and I'm, I'm happy you said that. Uh, thank you, Frank, for his noble sacrifice and upgrading in us, us in our French department. Wow, lots of Frank shade here. Um, it is what it is. Randall, two-time All-Star. Knicks are much-watched TV. You got that right. Um, Hannibal Miles, finally, an Obi Toppin Super Chat comment. Obi looks like he went from rookie play to veteran play out there tonight. Oh, we got Tibbs. Respect to Reggie Bullock, but Knicks last year's Knicks do not I win this game. Up at the end, made plays, but um, you know they're a load to deal with. You know, Brown got going early. Tatum. Tibbs sounds exhausted. So, but uh, overall, some good, real good things. Um, I wonder what the first question is going to be about. 
the one thing that sucks about Zoom now is you can't hear the questions. I'll, I'll try to convey as much as possible. Just try to figure it out. It's, right now, we're, we have a lot of moving parts because basically the center position where you know, we're not having ties there, but it's good. You know, these are things that we have to get straightened out. And so you learn from it. It'll, it'll help us prepare. I thought Mitch had some really good plays. He's still working his way through it. I knew the intensity level. Incredible of the, game. The game is by Mitch Robinson. a preseason game. So we to let him work through that. Um, and then we're still, you know, we're guys are finding their way. I thought Evan hit some huge shots. I thought Julius was Julius. Uh, you know, Derek made some big plays down the stretch. thought Kemba had some really good moments for us. RJ was terrific. He started slow, but second half, he, he, he was excellent. And so we try to ride that group to see where we can go. And then we didn't close out the game the way we should have. But we'll learn from that. We'll get better. Yes, they will. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, you know, it was a slip. and But we did want to foul. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Did he say they did want to foul yeah, or they didn't want to yeah, foul? It's just, you know. And, and it's, you know, we got to work on it. It's, you know, we'll learn from it. It, it doesn't sound like he wanted to talk talk about that. I'll, I'll have to go back and, and re-listen to that because I couldn't tell if he said we did want to foul or we didn't want to foul. Um, Zilla got another comment. I don't know how to feel about Fournier. I don't want to live and die by him. Glad we won, but hard to trust the way he played. RJ was legendary on D. You know what? I, I wouldn't make any drastic conclusions about how they won this game. This is game one. Um, it, it's... Oh, we have Fred Katz. Tom Thibodeau said Knicks wanted to foul at the end of of regulation. Okay, so that clears that up. Um, It's game one. You don't have these long preseasons anymore. You don't have terribly long training camps anymore. There's a lot of new parts. At the end of the game, in overtime, after what happened in in the end of regulation, at that point, there's just guys just trying to make shots. Like, I don't think – I think this team will come together on offense. I think there's going to be some nice cohesion on offense – as, as the year goes on, hopefully it won't take too long. Um, but I wouldn't pay too much attention to how they won the game. Uh, the fact that they did win the game, I think, um, is uh, is all that matters. Rage X, every time he has a good game, we can call him FIBA Fournier. I think he's going to be having some, a few good games. Uh, Julius Randle is a number one option. Don't at me. Um, I You know, I, I just want to make this. So let's start getting into the actual game. Um I think in regards to Julius Randle, um, I don't want to hear <laughs> to Tom Thibodeau said, I'm never happy. I don't want to hear anything about bringing a starter to New York. The days of the talk about bringing a starter to New York, when is a star going to get to New York? How is a star going to get to New York? Who are they going to have to give up to get a star? Star, star, star. There's already a star in New York. Uh, to Ray X's point, is Julius Randle the number one option on a championship team? I don't know about that. Um, there's only, there's only like three or four guys in the league at any given time who are number one options on a championship caliber team. Um, it's no disrespect though, to say that Julius, uh, Randall, while he may not be that is a number one option on a team that could be damn good. If you give him surrounding pieces that are good surrounding pieces. And I think we saw tonight again, not perfect, not perfect, but that was that Boston team. Jalen Brown played like he was a top five player in the league and that Boston team is good. And they didn't put anybody on the floor tonight that couldn't play the game. Hit some huge shots, 
massive shots up and down the roster. Grant Williams, Romeo Langford. Um, that's a good team. And the Knicks should have won that game going away, and they still won the game, even after they didn't win the game initially. That's what could happen when you put good players around Julius Randle and you give Julius Randle support. Because last year, look, some guys had nice years. Julius Randle was, was by far, by and large, doing the heavy lifting himself. Um, Jack Bailey, I can't do that 81 more times. Neither can I. Um, Roger Fortune. Hell yes. Honestly, lots of defensive mistakes to clean up, but just happy to be back and a great damn comeback. You know, I, I think it's interesting. Oddly enough, I, I before the season was very focused in on the fact that, uh, you know, how high can the offense get? Can the offense get to a top 15? Can they get to a top 12? Can they get to a top 10 offense? You know, something like that. And we all just kind of – and I figured the def- – I took the defense for granted because the Tom Thibodeau coach team, they'll get their own defense. They will get their own defense. Doesn't mean they're going to be there on defense in game one or game two or game three or even like the first couple weeks. I think what we saw tonight was the fact that last season when they really – and don't forget, first game of last season, what they give up? 122 points to an Indiana Pacers team that ended up being like just okay. Then they went into Philly or played Philly. I forget where they played Philly, and they, their defense wasn't that great in that game either. Like it took them a little while to get their their sea legs under under them defensively. I think this team it might take a little bit of a while to get their sea legs under them defensively because there were some major breakdowns tonight. There were breakdowns tonight the 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 the, um, the tenor of which we did not really see on last year's team, and that's fine. It's opening night. It's the first game. Um, I'm not worried about it. They'll be okay. They have guys who could defend. Evan Fournier. You want to talk about a guy who could defend? Evan Fournier could defend. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Knicks basketball is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for Knicks tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T I C K P 
P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that all other sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NBA tickets. Don't believe it? If you could find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. When the Knicks schedule came out, there are definitely certain dates we all circled on the calendar. October 20th against the Celtics, Christmas Day against the Hawks, January 12th against the Mavericks, even April 6th against Brooklyn. Whether on the road or in the garden, TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash film school today to save $10 on your first order of Knicks tickets. That's TickPick.com slash film school to save $10 on your first order of Knicks tickets today. Colin Glick, what's going on, Colin? Outside of game two of last year's playoffs, was that the most fun we've had watching the Knicks in five years, ten years? We here. Um, this again, I, I I've never watched a game like this. I've never watched a game like this. Um, I know there was the four overtime game against Atlanta a few years ago. That team sucked. Who cared? Um, a game to end in the way this one did. I'm trying to think of just even a game last season, like the Memphis game comes to mind. Um, going into overtime in the New Orleans game, but like not neither of those games are like this. Uh, this game is insane. Uh, we could watch basketball for another 10 years and never see a game like this. Stevens Guillaume, let's be honest. Is it really a Knicks game if they don't give us a heart attack? The answer to that question is no. Um, okay, we're, we've got you got again, just really unbelievable shout out. To everybody in the chat, everybody in the super chat, we have over 1,100 people watching right now after that game, which is just, again, I I, uh, I never cease to be amazed. You guys are awesome. Um, thank you. I, I promise I will get to. Um, I'm going to try to interweave my opinions as we as we keep going uh, through this um, because I have a lot of thoughts on this uh, on this game. I'm just scrolling up. <laughs> Reverend John Ortiz, Obi was awesome. Nobody should sleep on him, especially not casuals like Andrew Claudio. You can say that again. They're these damn casuals. What are they doing here, man? Um, oh, wait. I just saw C.T. Pittman, C.T. Pittman, the original patron saint of the Knicks Film School um, postgame uh, chats, uh, is here. Um, let's see what C.T. has to say. One of the best openers ever. Glad I made it to MSG. I would love to hear from people who um, made it in to this game and, and, and how their experience was. I imagine uh, it was, again, as many people have said, a roller coaster ride. Um, Obi Toppin. Look, I'm not going to gloat. Um, I, I give Andrew a lot of shit. I, I think Andrew likes Obi. I think the, Andrew's stance, and I don't want to speak for him, but I think Andrew's stance is like a lot of people's stance, which is that where's Obi going to get minutes on this team? And let's be, let's be frank here. Um, I don't know exactly how many minutes Obi Toppin had. He had 20-something minutes. Um, it took not one, but two of New York's three centers to be out for Obi to get those minutes. And then when the game was on the line, you know, late in, in overtime, what did Tibbs do? He went and in double overtime, he went to Mitchell Robinson. Um, Andrew is, is saying, speak for me. He went to Mitchell Robinson. And um, because that's and look, Mitchell Robinson, we haven't talked about him much yet. Mitchell Robinson had one of the best games of his career. I, and I, I'm not being hyperbolic. Mitchell Robinson, the bigger version of Mitchell Robinson, who could come down with those rebounds, and I don't know exactly what he had, 18 rebounds, 19 rebounds. I think his career high was 20 or 21, so he didn't get his career high. But, man, his work on the boards, 
Um, his work, especially in overtime and double overtime, towards the end of overtime and in double overtime, really being a presence, a presence on the defensive end of the court. Fantastic stuff. Um, so I'm, let's put that aside for a moment. Back to Obi. I don't know how he gets an opportunity to play more, but everybody was saying it in the third quarter, the end of the third quarter. If you have a guy who is a, a large human being, 6'9", right? He's 6'9", can jump out of the fucking gym. And here's the most important part. He has skill, right? You don't win the uh, College Player of the Year award unanimously um, and lead your team to whatever seed Dayton was without having skill. He has skill. We see the skill. So if you're a freak athlete and you're big and you have skill, and oh, by the way, you can hold your own on the defensive end of the court. Where the fuck did this come from? Because all we talked about before they – drafted him and after they drafted him was he's not gonna be able to play defense at the NBA level because who's he gonna guard well guess what he's guarding people I'm not saying he's perfect he has some some missteps but Obi Toppin is a player in this league and I I I, I don't know how many minutes he has to play I'm not gonna you know you if you're if you're waiting for me to get on here after games and be like oh Obi Toppin only played 16 minutes tonight you know fire fire everybody you know that's not gonna happen I trust Tibbs but this kid's good um, and he can change a game um, with his energy and with the things that he could do that there's not many other people who could do. Um, so big shout out to Obi Toppin. Chip Murphy, just his comment is Evan Fortier. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, James Minkin, the constant ISO has to stop in the fourth quarter, move the ball. We have way more talent than last year. Love the RJ defense. He's the man. Yeah, again, settle down about this game. I, I understand it was frustrating at times to watch the offense break down into isolation, which was essentially the entire end of the fourth overtime, second overtime. You, that, that's what that's what if you're at this level, you're going to fall back on. Um, the important thing is that I think we see this team has a real offensive ceiling and I think they're going to be able to reach it. It just might take a little time. So I'm not I'm not too worried about that. Aussie Knicks fan, shout out Obi, his Alley Pop dunks. Did you mean to say Alley Pop or did you did you mean to say Alley Oop dunks? I like Alley Pop. Uh, Peter Mangus, RJ's first half sitch has to be something schematic that Tibbs can fix. 19 points, super efficient, all in the flow of the game. Um, I think RJ was just, he's a 21-year-old kid who came out um, after, you know, this amazing season, all the anticipation, and he came out and he was a little nervous. That's fine. I think Obi Toppin was nervous in the first half. I think R.J. Barrett was nervous in the first half. I think Emmanuel Quickly was nervous in the first half. I think all the young players were a little nervous in the first half, and that's fine. It's totally fine. The difference between um, R.J. Barrett and those other – well, I won't put Obi in this category, but like R.J. is – if you're ever going to find a 21-year-old who acts higher than his years um, – it's uh, R.J. Barrett, and that's because R.J. Barrett has been groomed to be an NBA pro since he was like 13 years old, um, which is why whenever we see R.J. Barrett come out bad in the first half, I don't think it was anything schematic. I just think he was he was a little off. He had a couple looks, didn't make him, um, wasn't as aggressive. He was kind of trying to feel his way between deferring to Kemba and, and Fournier, taking the shot. Um, but, yes, huge performance in the second half, the defense, everything. We, we love R.J. Barrett. Wonderful game. Forgotten NYC, we won the game with three straight possessions late in the fourth quarter, ended up on turnovers out of Julius Isolations was maddening. Look, the, the turnovers, let's let's talk about the turnovers at the end of the fourth quarter. Because, I listen, two of those were on Kemba. 
Um, there were some on, on that were absolutely Julius's fault. I want to say Julius again. I have the zoom up, so I don't have the stats in front of me. I want to say Julius ended with what five or six turnovers. We saw some of the bad Julius. Um, again, that's I, I'm going to attribute that to some game one stuff. Uh, I'm not going to get too too crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm just seeing uh, Tom Romano's comment. Mark Berman here. How do you feel about not being able to finish them in regulation? Fantastic stuff. Robert McGinley. I was 42 years old when the game started and now qualify for AARP. That is all. Let's go next. Great comment. Um, Kevin Danishevsky. RJ is awesome. All defensive team, ASAP. Randall's a stud. I don't know about all defense. All defense is competitive. But he's, he, listen, he keeps doing this. He'll be in the conversation. Fournier, negative note. What's up with IQ? Maybe my McBride call wasn't crazy. I think, look, again, first game, quickly had a bad game. I thought, I thought. let me let me say this. Of every Nick that saw Tom, I think Emmanuel quickly clearly had the, the one really bad game. Walker's game was not anything that's going to go in his highlight reel. Um, but quickly didn't have a great game. It's one game. He was one of the five best rookies in the league last year. I'll give him a pass, and I'm going to give him a few passes before I start calling for for uh, Deuce McBride. He's going to be okay. Quickly as a gamer. I think he – you know what, honestly? I can imagine he put in so much work this summer, and he came in, and it's like, oh, shit, this is, you know, this is still pretty hard. Um, it is what it is. Tyler Michaels, KFS take my money. I mean – Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, this felt like a playoff game. I care way too much about this, just like everyone in the chat. Nah, you don't care too much. You you care the appropriate amount. You care the appropriate amount. Go Knicks. Um, Robert Boy, my hands are still shaking after that game. Holy shit. Jeremy Chase. Hey, it's uh, Mark Berman, New York Post. How do you think I'd look in Spike Lee's grandma drip? I'm not a hat guy, but I could sport his fanny pack. Comment of the night. Greg film stuff. Uh, sorry to keep you waiting, Greg. Thank you for your incredibly generous contribution. We appreciate it here. Glad New York got the W, but they should have lost this game based on late game execution. Hundred percent. Let's let's. I've been talking for a half an hour. I don't think I've said that explicitly. New York should have lost this game. New York. I, I actually, you know what? It's funny because forget about what they did in the last minute or two of the game. I didn't necessarily think that they deserved to be up 11 points in the fourth quarter. They did not, to me, they did not play to the level of a team that looked like it should have been up 11 points in the fourth quarter. I thought they were kind of lucky to be down single digits at the half. Um, I thought Boston just went through that stretch in the second quarter where they didn't make a lot of shots and that, and that pulled the Knicks back in it. I thought that was a little bit more Boston missing shots than the Knicks defense um, ratcheting up. I thought their defense was better, not great. I thought their defense didn't reach its peak until the third quarter when they really ramped things up. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, I thought, you know, they had some nice possessions, um, but I was like, wow, I can't believe we're up 11 points in this game. Um, but maybe, you know what, that's a testament to MSG. That's a testament to the injection of energy that Obi Toppin brought. Um, and, you know, guys just made shots. Uh, so... In any case, long-winded way of saying, yeah, they should have lost the game. Um, and we're fortunate to be sitting here talking about a win and uh, hopefully, you know, start the season off successfully. Because the reason I was nervous about this game is because they got two games now coming up against Orlando, who are supposed to be bad. But they'll play hard. You know, they'll, they'll play hard. Um, those game, There's no game in the NBA that's a gimme this early in the year. Everybody's playing hard. 
And the, the worst fate that could have befallen us was to lose this game and then go down and, and lose a game against Orlando. It would have been terrible. Um, Obi really impressed me uh, tonight. That pump fake drive and dish to Mitch tells me he's confident. The pump fake drive and dish was my favorite play of the night from Obi, hands down. Hands down, favorite play of the night on offense. Part of the reason I'm high on Obi Toppin is because I love the playmaking potential. I love his ability to put it on the floor and make decisions once he does. I got to tell you, you know, he got his first extended opportunity to play in summer league. I didn't love his finishing in summer league. Thought he had some nice finishes. I didn't love it. Thought his finishing tonight was really good. Thought he had some really nice finishes. The one on the fast break. I mean, when he's on the fast break, that's like, that's almost like a cheat code. Um, he's incredible. Uh, very high on Obi Top, obviously. Uh, let's keep it going here. Dominic Ambrosia. I love Jules, but did you not feel like it was way more isolation than expected? Um, also, great D by RJ, but doesn't look improved on offense yet. Still can't finish. Listen, I, I mean, if you've been watching me, listening to me, reading me for, for a while, you know I've been talking about RJ's finishing for a couple of years now. Um, to me, he is, if he gets to uh, 60% finishing around the rim, he's an all-star. Flat out. If he, if he finishes at 60% around the rim, which, by the way, is about league average, okay? It's just league average. If he could just be a league average finisher around the rim for his position, with how much he shoots it around the rim, which how he's shooting it from three, which I completely believe in, with how he plays defense, with his ability to put the ball on the floor, with his ability to pass, all those things, his finishing around the rim is arguably arguably the biggest swing skill on this Knicks team moving forward in terms of like their long-term whatever. Um, maybe that's an overstatement, but I it's genuinely how I feel. Um, in terms of the ISOs, I've mentioned this a few times. I, I, again, it's game one. Uh, you're, you're going to go back to the, to the comfortable well. And for any NBA team, the comfortable well is um, giving it to your best player and letting him try to cook. And, hey, listen, he, he cooked um, he cooked a few times. Um, Warzone Chronicles. Oh, wait, hold on. I lost your Warzone Chronicles. Uh, I'm getting it back, though. Um, man, I, I literally can't keep up with the Super Chat. This is incredible. Uh you, you got just another shout out to everybody here. Shout out to Knicks Nation everywhere. This is just, it's one of a kind. Um, I don't want to hear it. Um, Brown went NBA 2K. Grant Williams and Smart splashing threes like Steph Curry. And we still pulled that out. I'll say this. That's a good call. That's a good call. Bad job by me not identifying the fact that the fucking Celtics hit. <laughs> just the Grant Williams shots in the fourth quarter. The four threes to start overtime. And then how about this? The, the Celtics started off the double overtime with that three from, I think it was Brown. The moment they hit that three, I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to get outscored by 12 to nothing in this double overtime. And um, I, I mean, God, there's about a dozen contenders for the biggest shot of this game. Uh, who I, I forget uh, who hit the shot right after that three to bring the Knicks back to within one. But my God, um, th that was huge. So uh, let's keep it going. Heck, Brizo, RJ had Tatum in solitary confinement. You got that right. Um, we're keeping it going. Lassie Bowman, let's freaking go, Knicks. It's 5 a.m. in Germany, and I just woke the neighborhood. So I am going to say thank God for this apartment that we moved into, uh, my new home, my new digs. There is a door in the hallway that you can close, and I fucking closed it. And let me tell you. 
that was a good idea uh, because otherwise my wife would not be a happy camper right now. Uh, my wife missed this entire game, by the way. Talk about how tiring it is to raise two kids. Um, she was exhausted. I'm going to I'm gonna have to write a good newsletter so she could read about it. Uh, prototype NC, end of regulation. Damn it, Evan. End of double overtime. Thank you, Evan. Life of a Knicks fan. Um, Armando Alcaraz. Let's go, Knicks, baby. Love the Knicks. I love your enthusiasm. Aussie Knicks fan, Aussie Knicks fan, keep coming back for more. Don't forget to do an OB um, and dunk, <laughs> dunk that like button. <laughs> Love it. Yes, please, if you're watching, if you're enjoying the post game, um, if you like what we do here at Knicks Film School, uh, hit your, hit your, gently, gently slam your like button. Uh, we appreciate it. It helps us do what we do. Matt R. Matt R. Hello, Matt R. What are you doing? Thank you, Matt R., for this generous contribution. And my daughter is up. I wonder if she's going to come say hi. No, she just retreated. Um, her default is to come into the living room when she wakes up, and then she goes the other way if she doesn't see anybody. Donating on behalf of my three-week-old newborn baby girl who will only know a winning Knicks organization. Matt, number one, congratulations. Um, I don't know if this is your first. I don't know if you're already a girl dad. But there's nothing better in the world than raising a daughter. Um, and I love mine, and I'm sure you love yours. So congratulations to you. Second of all, your lips to God's ears. Third of all, thank you. We appreciate your contribution. You have no idea how much it means to us. You guys come in here and help us out like this. Um, and then fourth of all, uh, fucking good for you to be in here watching this with a three-year-old or three-week-old in the house. Man. Uh, it's not easy. Ian Ernest, John, I know it's only one game, but what'd you think of Obi and uh, Julius playing together? It, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was like, what should I write about on Tuesday? And I'm like, I didn't have anything obvious to write about. Was it Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday. Maybe it was Monday. I don't know. I lose track of the days. I'm like, you know, we've been talking about Julius and Obi playing offense together and what he could do on offense for a year now. I really liked what they did on defense. Let me go back and let me watch that tape because it felt good in the moment. And I went back and I watched the, tel the tape and I'm like, shit, they play fast on defense. They are an attacking defense when those two guys are in the game. They get after it. They get in passing lanes. They do shit on defense that you don't usually see from, from most teams in the NBA today because most teams play a traditional center. Um, and, you know, look, I, I don't know what there more there is to say about them on offense. I think we saw OB obviously in a lot of pick and roll tonight, which is great. Um, there's no center clogging the lane, so you could put OB in pick and roll. Hey, uh, spoiler alert, that's the best way to utilize him on offense in the half court. Um, also, get out the fucking run, which they did a lot tonight too. So I, I like all that stuff. But on defense, listen – Let's pretend for a second this game didn't go haywire at the end of regulation, and this this was just a normal four quarters win. What we'd be sitting here talking about right now, I think, is how their defense in the third quarter changed the game, and it was their defense with those two guys, with Julius and and Obi in the game together. Um, absolutely phenomenal stuff, and I, I just hope Tibbs, you know, look, he's a traditional coach, but he's also not a stupid coach. Um, he's going to gamble with it occasionally. I just don't know how much. We'll see. Uh, Forgotten NYC. 
only glaring gripe I have is Kemba staying in the game for the entire second half and most of overtime. Where the heck was Derrick Rose? Uh, shout out to Andrew Claudio. Um, Andrew Claudio, I'm going to read. What time did you send? Oh, you sent it to our group chat. Um, I, I He sent it like in the towards the end of the fourth quarter where he was like, my only second guess in this game is why is why is Kemba in and not Derrick Rose? So shout out to you. Oh, we got Evan Fournier here. Let's let's listen to Evan Fournier. Oh, did I, I think I got booted from Zoom. Let's go back in. Evan Fournier looks still looks gassed, by the way. Recording in progress. We're both tired. Uh, and, you know, I feel like that's where, you know, all the conditioning we did during the preseason, all the, the drills and the long hours in the gym, you know, paid off. And, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the energy was incredible. So the fans really... Helped us uh, get that. Well, it, it, you know, the you were talking about the lineup with Jules at five, and, and uh, yeah, so when they had that lineup, obviously we're smaller, but you know, we we were much more athletic. You know, we you know we are a lot faster, and um, Obi is really learning how to become you know uh, like an NBA player, and he is. From, from I agree. Last year, he's really uh, getting better and better. He understands uh, how to make himself efficient, how to find angles to, uh, you know, get to the rim, you know, timings and stuff. Because he's he's not a ball handler, but My he's so athletic and, and 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 he really feels uh feels the game. So uh, he knows how to uh, play, you know, with guys and, and and get buckets like that. Yes, he does. I think everybody should be asked questions about Obi Toppin. I mean, you know, it felt great. Uh, there's no, I mean, there's, there's nothing else to say. You know, it feels great. Really happy with the win, uh, with the way we played, the way we fought and competed. And, you know, I just wish I had those those uh, those two uh, wide open corner shots, you know, knocked down, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. Forgot about those. We wanted to foul, but in honestly, I feel responsible um, because when, when when Tatum slipped, you know, I felt like it was a good time to go, and I, I, I wasn't sure if I think it was RJ on the ball. I think RJ was gone, you know, take the foul, and so I kind of went double and to make him give, give you know give up the ball. But then it was a three on two, and so Kimba had to make a choice. He went for the steal. Honestly, I feel responsible because it's it's made up with the team in a bad spot. And that, he, that put us in the three on two. He's owning it. He owned it. And I get that. The instinct when you see a guy fall on the floor is like, holy shit, I can get the ball. I get it. I get it. I get it. And he's owning it. Good for Evan Fournier to own that. What? What? De penser à des moments clés. Euh, je m'étais pas projeté euh, jusqu'à ce point-là. Je voulais juste donner le meilleur de moi-même et vivre avec le résultat. Et bon, euh, ce soir, ça m'a mené là et bah, je suis forcément content. Ouais, c'était sympa d'avoir des, des gros tirs, euh, surtout pour le, le, le dernier pour le match. Quoi. Donc c'était cool. Ouais, good night. Ah. <coughs> 
Oh, wait, we got, we got Julius. Ooh, Julius looks good. He's wearing some kind of like a funky jacket. Oh, really? Let's make it quick. No, I'm messing with you. My, my daughter, my younger daughter's up now. Her, uh, Evan's French woke up my younger daughter. Yeah. I don't think we escaped, man. We took that. Like, we made some mental mistakes, uh, errors, or whatever. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we fought, found a way to win the game. Uh, a lot of emotion, a lot of tournaments, uh, two overtimes. Uh, but everybody stepped up, made the plays, do what they're supposed to do. And, love him. You know, the name of the game is to win the game. So that's what we did. Just find a way to win, man. Just find a way to win. Uh, down the stretch, uh, we still can be better. I can be better. Um, but we made plays. Uh, everybody made plays, man. Um, at the end of the day, we made defensive plays, got stops when we needed to. Um, and that's our MO. Uh, we got to get stops. Uh, we, I don't think we're going to have a problem scoring. But defensively, I said it from the beginning, we got to lock in on the defensive end. And uh, as long as we do that, we're going to be a problem. No disagreement. He's confident, uh, confident. He's just playing, uh, playing to his strengths, using his athleticism. It's Obi getting out, um, and then you know, on the offensive end, he's just you know making the game easy. Uh, you know, they close out, he drives, you know, makes a play uh, at the rim, or you know, sprays it out, uh, shooting his threes with confidence, running the floor, uh, defensively he's active. So. I mean, all of that is just from repetition and work. I see him work every day. He works extremely hard, and, and that's just what it's from. You know, you continue to work in his league. Uh, year after year, you're going to get better. You know, I just want to say real quick, they drafted Obi Toppin to take this guy's fucking job. They drafted him to take this guy's fucking job, and he's been nothing but a leader and a mentor to Obi Toppin through over a year now. And, uh, you know, we kind of take that for granted. Uh, but my God, I mean, just as if we needed another reason to, to love Julius Randle, there it is. This was great as well. You know, everybody knows what he does. He's a leader. Uh, he's going to be the leader of this team for as long as he's here. You know, active. Uh, but, you know, he really saved us because he got a lot of second chance points today. Uh, he got on that offensive glass head. Uh, offensively, that's what makes you special. Uh, I do. I do. Um, you know, I think he was asked if he likes playing with Toppin. Uh, us being able to, you know, uh, create activity and then, you know, get stops and, and get out and run on the offensive end. So, um, you know, if they put me at the five, I feel like any five in the league is going to be a mismatch. Um, so, you know, I do embrace that role, but I'll do whatever Tibbs asks me. You're a wild night. I mean, what's your biggest takeaway when you look at that final seven? Uh, we just found a way to win. I think there's a lot of mental errors, a lot of mistakes that we made, uh, a lot of things I did. I could have made the game easier. I didn't. Um, and, you know, I'll take take a look at the tape. But um, at the end of the day, we found a way to win. Uh, you know, what matters is it's a win in the, in the, in the win column. That's all that matters. Uh, very exciting. You know, is he really, excited to have all the new easy, talent? You know, yes. To make the game easier for everybody else. Uh, but it's very exciting. Um, offensively, I feel like, like I said, you know, we're going to be fine on that end. Uh, defensively, we got to take the challenge of stopping teams every night. All right. All right. Good stuff from Julius. Uh, let's keep it going. 
Ryan Hoang, man, if this is new strongman Mitch can stay healthy, and if uh, the OB small ball lineup is also real, this team will be scary in the playoffs. Uh, oh, look, we got one more. We got bonus. We got OB Toppin. Uh, we'll keep going with the Super Chat right after this. This is our last last Nick of the night. Here we go. Yeah, I just feel like when we're on the court together, we're just, we're just running. Uh, like, Juice tells me, like, when I'm on the court with him, if he if I see that he has the rebound, take off. And, like, that's what I do best. I, I run the floor. So <laughs> yes, you do. Every, every chance I get, I'm, I'm getting out and open floor. That's great. And uh, we have a lot of great guys on this team that, that find me, not only me, but anybody who runs the floor, uh, runs the floor gets rewarded. So... Uh, I just, I just know, like, if, if we have the rebound, I'm, I'm taking off, like, uh, like, I feel like I'm pretty fast, so, it's like, I feel like <laughs> some, some guys on other teams. I feel like I'm pretty fast. Like, you are. You're so very I wanna, fast. I want to say, like, don't take plays off, but, like, get back very slowly, and I'm taking that, like, I'm, I'm just going, so, uh, like, like I said, we, have, we have guys who find me, uh, running the floor, and, uh, those are easy points that we love to get. So, yeah. Oh, I feel like I've been running pick and rolls since college. So, like, uh, whatever, whatever the coach needs me needs me to do and asks me to do, like, I'm I'm capable of doing it. So, uh, like, I was told I had to run into pick and rolls, slip out of pick and rolls, and I feel like I, I went out there and did that. So. Man, hearing your name get chanted in in the garden is is amazing. So, like, it's it's an un, un, unbelievable experience that like I can't even explain. It's just something you gotta live. Through, There's a so. ear to ear smile. Yeah. Oh, uh, like I just I just know the work that I've put in this all season. Uh, like I have, I have a lot of great teammates, a lot of great coaches that helped me in this off season get better. Such a good kid. And uh, like, like we're not, we're not done working. Like we're never satisfied. Like we're, there's always room for improvement, always room to get better. And we're going to continue doing that until, until like the ball stop bouncing. So. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Man, I was I was working on everything. Uh, getting in the gym, like I, I like I, I had to work on defense a lot. So I was out there uh, playing one on one with guards, playing one on one with bigs, just seeing different situations, working on ball handling, shooting. Um, Post stuff like every every single thing that I was able to get to like basically everything uh, like we had we had a couple of days like I I didn't take that long of a break uh, when the season season yeah, no, ended weird. so I was right in the gym just working on working on my craft and getting better so all right great stuff from Obi Toppin I love Obi Toppin how do you not like that kid how do you not root for that kid like I don't know what Tyrese Halliburton's gonna be but. I'm I'm happy we got this guy. I think he's going to be a special guy. I think he's a special player. I think he's going to be a special special person for this organization. All right. Um, 
Um, amazing. We've been talking for uh, almost an hour. Uh, we're going to finish it up with, uh, I know we have some comments left in the super chat and I'll, I'll give some, uh, closing thoughts. Um, so Kevin Danishevsky. Hello, Kevin. Can you imagine? I probably can't. Can you imagine two years ago, if I told you we beat the Celtics on opening night and we didn't play well also, uh, Rose's shot at the end. Wow. Yeah, no, Rose's shot at the end was, was huge. Um, I mean, look, Derek Rose won an MVP. He's been to conference finals. He's been to the playoffs with the Bulls several times. Um, he was the best player um, besides Jimmy Butler for when the Timberwolves made the playoffs against the Rockets. He was our best player last year. Like, if there's one guy who you want taking a big shot, it's Derek Rose. I just – I absolutely love it. As far as your other comment about playing poorly – and beating the Celtics. It's just, you know, we haven't mentioned his name yet, but shout out to the other Rose, Leon. Um, it, fuck. Whew. Wasn't that long ago where, remember, Steve Mills was fired and it was like, okay, great. Now what? Now what? Now what's going on with this organization? Because they're just a shit show. And Leon Rose has done this in a year and a half he's done this in a year and a half you know and he's not going to get any any votes for executive of the year this year or anything and like he probably i don't even think i haven't heard his name you know mentioned as like oh he's one of the better executives all of a sudden he doesn't give a shit that's what i love about leon rose leon rose is going to come in he's going to do his job and he's going to do it well and the fact that Leon Rose has done what he's done, and obviously shout out to Tom Thibodeau. I mean, but, but Tom Thibodeau has gotten his flowers. Tom Thibodeau won coach of the year. Um, and we all love Tom Thibodeau. We all sit here and praise Tom, Tom Thibodeau. But, you know, um, as as told to to me on on this on my podcast, um, Jeff Van Gundy said, shout out to Leon Rose for letting Tibbs be Tibbs. Like, you got to let the coach be the coach. And uh, Leon Rose has done that, and and we that's what we've seen. We are now seeing the results. The Knicks could win a game like this, not only because they have the talent to win a game like this, but because they have the mentality and the heart and the grit and the know-how to win a game like this. Um, incredible stuff. I can't believe where we were a year and a half ago, and we're here now. Uh, Klee, thank you for the, the contribution of the Super Chat. Very much appreciate Vivek, my God, Vivek. You're incredible, my man. I hope you're uh, hope you're enjoying the T-shirt and the coasters. Love to see the Knicks in transition. Yes, 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 yes. Didn't do it at all last year. Would love to do it some more this year. Defense leads to offense, hundred uh, percent. Some new wrinkles on offense with Spain pick and roll. I have to go back and watch for that. Good call. And DHOs, yes. Uh, but again, I hope they are going to do new wrinkles to the offense when you got more talented players. Um, but again, we we know you know, and I know everybody here who's smart knows Tibbs could coach offense. We know Tibbs could coach offense. He's done it before. Um, you just need to give him the players. RJ All NBA Defense, I love it. Also, I need to hook up for that black and orange snapback. Randall regression, folks. Quiet. Yeah, Randall's gonna. I, I think I'm wrong. I predicted that uh, Randall was gonna get shut out of an All NBA team this year. I think I might have to take that back. Um, I did say he was gonna have a better year than last year. Yeah, I don't know where I got this. Um, it is a, it is a Mitchell and Ness. I've had this one for, for a hot minute, but I remember I bought it and, uh, I was like, man, it's kind of cool with the Knicks under here. Um, Vivek, you're the man. Thank you as always, uh, buddy. Uh, Al Diddy, mid-season Macri is back. <laughs> I don't know about that. Glad the season started. Much success, man. Thank you so much, Al. 
Um, Anthony Sixto, IQ thrived in our droughts and moments of offensive desperation last year. Seems like he's having a harder time finding spots on this roster. That's interesting. Um, you know, I think he's had a bad game. Um, you know, he I know he didn't shoot it well in Summer League, but I was overall I was impressed by him in Summer League. What did Evan Fournier just tweet out? Fournier just tweeted out something facts with a mad crying face. Oh, LeBron James tweeted this game about the Nick game. This game is wild. The garden rocking. No way any anyone going to be able to get out of the bed tomorrow, though. LOL. Burnt toast. Oh, and Fournier is like facts. Yes. Oh, because he's burnt toast. I wonder what burnt toast is in French. French. I'd like to know that. Um, I think IQ is going to be fine. I think he had a bad game. I know he didn't hit shots in summer league, but uh, I think he's going to be okay. He's a gamer. Right mentality for this for this uh, for this league. Uh, okay. So what else we got here? Um, Leo Skorupski, thank you for your contribution to the super chat. We appreciate it. Um, man, I'm just trying to make sure I didn't miss anybody. Okay, I think I got this one right here. All right. Um, Michael Aaron, hello again, Michael. We all need to constantly remember not to take for granted that we have a team full of guys you want to root for. How lucky are we? You know, it's a fantastic point and one that doesn't get made enough. Thank you, Michael. Um, Julius has endeared himself to us. I like Evan Fournier. Um, how can you not root for Kemba Walker? Quickly, Obi, RJ. Yo, I'm a Nick. Yo, I'm a Nick. Um, who am I forgetting? Derek Rose. How do you not love Derek Rose? I mean, it's just everybody up and down. Mitch, Mitch. How did I forget about Mitch? Mitch, great. Ty, Taj. Literally, it's up and down the roster. It's it's everybody. You know this this team is really growing on on this city. I think last year was just the start, and and tonight's a great night. Tonight's a night I think we're all going to remember for for a very long time. I will. I hope the rest of the season goes okay. Um, I I didn't. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, Robert Boy. It's a damn luxury we can sub D Rose for Kemba. It really is. All right, let me give some final thoughts on the game. Uh, taking me 57 minutes, but I'm going to finally get, get some final thoughts on the game. Um, the offensive improvement on this team, I, in general, I don't think you can speak highly enough of. I can't think of how many times, you know, they swung around and swung around and this and that. And Evan Fournier is just like, all right, I'm going to drive. And Evan Fournier drove um, on a decent defender, and he converted a tough layup. Like, that's what Evan Fournier does, because for a lot of years, Evan Fournier was the best offensive perimeter player on a shitty Orlando Magic team. Magic. One Magic, not two Magic. Um, you know, he's really good. And I know he's gotten an iffy reputation in the past. I haven't always loved Evan Fournier's game, but he can do that. We know what Julius Randle could do. We know, I think, what R.J. Barrett could do. Like, putting the finishing aside, like his three-point shot, man, I trust that implicitly. Kemba's going to be fine. Derrick Rose, we know what they're – like this team is better. All the young guys got better. Everybody slotted in their proper role. I think after one game, I feel very good about all of the proclamations many of us made about the ceiling of this team's offense after the preseason. I feel good about that. The defense is going to be a work in progress. Um, and look, we, we, we haven't really gone in depth about it. I don't know what needs to be said about the end of regulation other than it was the first game. 
They had some brain farts. Um, you know, guys were probably like, all right, we got this one. And it was a reminder, and I'm sure Tibbs will remind them. Um, you got to play 48 minutes. It's a 48-minute game. Uh, it, well, in this case, it was a 58-minute game, but it's at least a 48-minute game. And they didn't play, you know, all the way through. And that's okay. Um, it's okay because they won, but it's okay because, as Tibbs always says, if you don't win, you learn. And I think tonight was was an opportunity where they're going to learn, even though they did win. So um, I, I'm, we're, we're not going to we're going to all agree not to make a big deal about how the regulation ended um, and move on because look, they again they got the win, they got the win. That's what matters. And at the end of the day, we could sit here and we could be absolutely between happy and ecstatic about a few things. One, as we've spoken about tonight already, Julius Randle looks the part of a guy who could be the best player on a pretty damn good team. He looked that part last year. He still looks that part. Um, in Julius, we trust. Uh, R.J. Barrett, great bounce back. Uh, hit some big shots, played some outstanding defense. Maybe he will be in the running for all defense. I don't know. We'll find out soon enough. If he keeps doing it like this, he's going to be in the run. Um, Obi Toppin, I don't know what more needs to be said about Obi Toppin. He is, uh, he is my, he is my, he's my something. I don't know. I was going to say he's not my favorite Nick. Taj is still my favorite Nick. Um, congrats, by the way, shout out, congratulations to um, um, Taj Gibson and his and his uh, his family. Uh, they welcomed the baby into the world. So congratulations to him. Uh, missed Taj tonight. Um, but look, Obi's, Obi's great. He's, he's a bundle of joy. It's great to have him on the team. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and then let's finish by talking about the guy who won the game for them, and that's Evan Fournier. Um, you know, we, we saw Manu Ginobili for years in San Antonio play, you know, a certain level of ball. And then we'd see him in these international competitions and he would be at times the best player on the floor um, in games against the United States of America in in leading, you know, um, his, his country to victories. And I think Evan Fournier is essentially like the latter day managed nobly. I'm not saying he's making the hall of fame. I'm not saying he's as good as Manu, but if you look at like, his career versus what he's been able to do for Team France, uh, I feel like it's a, it's a decent comp. Uh, and there are other guys like this. You know, Patty Mills is an obvious one. There, are, I'm sure, a few, Luis Scola. Um, there are other ones. But like, when you get guys like that who have that extra gear, like if you don't get nervous when you're playing for a gold medal or a bronze medal or to get into the medal round, um, you could you could. Even when your legs are gone, you could take and hit big shots in overtime and double overtime of a game at the world's most famous arena on opening night when fans are either going out of their fucking mind or about to lose their shit because the game went into overtime in the first place. Um, thank you, Jeremy Chase. The onion's on that dude. Um, it, how do you not love it? How do you not love it? It's great to have him. He's worth every bit of $17 million a year, whatever the hell we're paying him, $18 million a year. Um, and like I've said already, and I'll say it again about all these guys, I just, I'm just i really excited to see what this team does this year. 
uh, as Tibbs said, as, as Julius said, as, as I'm sure all of them will say, they still have stuff to work on. The work never stops. The magic is in the work. Um, but I, I, I will, I will leave on this note. I will leave on this note. If anybody listened to today's podcast with, with, um, Adam Taylor, shout out to Adam. I, I said, I was very nervous, not because I thought they were going to lose the game, but I was very nervous because I felt like this game was very important. And the reason I felt like this game was very important is because those next two games against the Magic, you know, if you had lost this game, then you got all the pressure in the world on you to go and take both of those games against the Magic. And I'm not saying they're not going to try to win both of those games against the Magic, but like, and then it leads into the opening, you know, 20% of the season where they got these 16 games that they start out with. And other than two games against Milwaukee and two games against Philly, it's it, it feels like this is the part of a schedule that the Knicks kind of need to take advantage of. And that started tonight. And they, they once they had that game in hand, especially once they had that game in hand at that point, if they had, if they had lost that game, I just like, can one game send a team down spiraling for an entire NBA season? You'd think like, no, Macri, that's an overreaction. There's 82 of these things. Well, go back and, and pay attention to some of those fucking games at the start of the 2013-14 season, which I remember like it was yesterday. And I remember sitting and watching some of those games feeling like, oh, shit, this is bad. This is a bad sign. And tonight, if they had lost that game, I would have been sitting here and I would be like, that's a, this is a bad sign. And I would have overreacted. So now when I tell you that that was a massive win, and if you are a Nick fan, and of course you're a Nick fan because you're watching this, and you want to feel good about that, and you want to overreact to it, and you want to say, damn right that win is huge. I don't care if it's one of 82. That fucking win mattered. That meant something. You have every right to, in my opinion, because if they had lost, I would have reacted to it all the same. So damn right I'm going to react a certain way that they won this game because um, I thought it was massive. I thought it was a really important game, and I'm really happy they won it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm happy they won it in the way they did, but I'm happy they won it. Um, <laughs> Andrew, note, every New York sports team now has won in the month of October except for Brooklyn. Uh, God bless. Okay. A um, couple shameless uh, shout-outs and plugs. Shout-out to Andrew Claudio. Andrew had a, a – let's just say Andrew had a busy last 24 hours. Um, he he did not need to be here for this tonight, but he was the whole time. So thank you, Andrew. Uh, obviously, thank you to everybody, uh, our um, people who come and, and chime in, or in the Super Chat, the whole thing. Um, any patrons we have on here, the Patreon keeps growing. Shout-out if you want to join in on the Patreon feel free to do that. Um, we come out with a uh, podcast every week, bonus podcast every week, came out with two this past week um, and some other stuff, town halls, all, all kinds of goodies. Uh, and uh, don't forget, check out the podcast and uh, check out the newsletter um, on Substack, which I, what time is it? It's almost midnight. All right. What do you think? I could bang this out by 3 a.m. I'm, I'm going to give the over under for when I finish this newsletter, I'm going to give the over-under for 2.45 a.m. I think I will finish the newsletter by 2.45 a.m. I will let you guys know. I will put it. I'll put a note at the end of the newsletter when I finish the newsletter. I'm, I'm calling 2.45. Uh, last comment in the Super Chat because you guys are just incredible. Thomas Doyle, Macri, 
please tell Tibbs to tell Leon to tell the NBA store to put those white old school logo warm up tees on NBAstore.com. Also, let's go. I love it. I'm a big, 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 big fan of the throwback um, jerseys and everything about the throwback stuff. I think they wear it well. I think it's a beautiful uniform. Very simple, very crisp, very classic. Um, obviously, because it was the, the uniform the team wore when they were um, playing in the 40s. And, uh, yeah, I like the look of it tonight. I, I look forward to more more games and hopefully more wins when they wear those uniforms. Okay. Um, Andrew, if I uh, forgot anything, I apologize. But, uh, again, most of all, thank you to everybody in here. Uh, these are amazing. Uh, your support at, for what we do here is uh, just over the top. Knicks win. I don't even, have I said the final score? I don't even know what the final score, what was the final score of this game? I should probably, what did they win, by four? I think they won by four? Five? Four. They won by four. 138 to 134. We here, baby. Let's go next. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.